are Steve and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Steve and Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk, well, it's Jill Friday, and she's going to talk, uh, tell us how to sound like a professional investor. I'm as excited and interested as this as you are. Thanks. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com. Online community is free, and don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comment on the show as you like. Okay. Aaron wrote... What's what are some good ways to recover from a mailer that was priced too high? I figured this was right up your alley. Uh, totally. This is and I this is hard. I know it. It's hard to get used to. It's so much easier to come in low and add money than it is to come in high and take away money. But I've done it. And so I was just talking. This is part of this, of course, yeah, bleeds into the topic today. This is all because of the intensive training that I'm doing. We're week two of three right now. By the time this airs, it will be over. But um, we, and it's just how I get deals done, whether it's the buy side, the sell side, all of that. And what do you do with you coming too high with these people? First of all, I want you to take a step back and, and double check your math. Because maybe there's something to it that you're missing. Because it, it could be zoned something special. It could be in a very unique area. There could be some special attribute. So I never I, I, I never assume when people call, call in and say, I like everything but the price. And they say exactly like that. I will never assume that I'm wrong. I got to get some more information first. So I nicely say, I may have goofed. Tell me what's going on. And then I ask a lot of questions. So say so you've done that. They came in. Um, this is the opposite, though. Um, you price it too high. They love you, by the way. We, we roll back again. What's the exact question? What do you do? How do you recover from a mailer that's priced too priced high? Priced too high. Okay. So, and by the way, this is this is the funniest situation because, can you leave that for me for a second? Um, it's funny for me because um, everybody calls you back and they love you. <laughs> That's that's usually how you know you did it. Like, oh no, I sent out a thousand offers and I got a thousand phone calls. Oops, I may have offered too much. All right, so but anyway, you need to take all the information in and do it just like you would normally. Take all the calls down, take all the inbound information, go back, do your due diligence, pick the 10 best ones, right? And then you got to refigure what is the right price. And then you need to go back to them and tell them, you know, I goofed and here's why. And it's not hard to come up. I mean, I will point out something that would make the property worth more and say, I thought it was closer to town. I, I give them some reasons why, not that I meant to buy it cheaper. I will never say that. But I will give them some reasons that shucks. You know, I hate to say this. I know I priced it at 10000 I meant two. Here's the reason why. I did not realize this was this far from X. I did not realize that the access needed a Y. I did not realize that you owed that much on back taxes. So you can come up with other things to do that. Don't do it on all of them. Still pick your, your, your best ones and then go back in and give them some reasons. 
and and then let them let them respond. Everybody's every property's got flaws. Mm-hmm. Every property's got attributes, great stuff about it. No, right. no two properties That's are exactly good. the same. Exactly. Point out the flaws, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they are, and say, yeah, I, I offer you ten thousand bucks, but here's the deal: there's this thing going on with this and the, this, and there's a floodplain on the back, and and uh, I'm not ex- even sure it has access at all. I think my price is accurate. I'm not here. I'm not here to to sell you a bill of goods. This is what it's mm-hmm. worth for me now. And if you're interested in selling, so bear in mind the people that call back, as angry as they are, they're sellers. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just angry about the price, or maybe they're just angry people. This so one your should job love the is price. your job is yeah. What you know, what Jill's job is is to to meet these people from where they come, mm-hmm. embrace them. Mm-hmm. Uh, halfway entertain them or engage them and see mm-hmm. what where their pressure points are, what their stick points are, and find out if there's a deal there if, if, if with ethics. If there's no deal there or if it's just so far yeah. off, then, you know, I've, by all means, blame the person who did the mailer and priced it too high. That's right. what Jill does. Works great every time. <laughs> give them, I'll give you some good concrete stuff too, Aaron. Give them two, maybe three reasons, that's it. And don't talk for a half hour about them. Just say, you know what? I didn't realize it was this far from X. Yeah, great. And Excellent. I didn't realize it has this Excellent. This this issue. And that's all they need to know. You don't need to, because the more you like, you know, information dump, then it sounds like you're stumbling. So don't worry about that. And then speak confidently. Just say, you know what? Here's, this is it. I know I said 10,000. It's like, I just did this conversation. I had this exact scenario um, with a lady. This is the funniest thing. Did an exact call um, deconstructing with people on the phone in my intensive last week. My offer was somewhere in the 2000s, right? Lady came on the phone and said right away, I like everything about the price. I have 20 acres and I've been told it's worth $1,000 an acre, right? So she has, my offer's two, she has $20,000 in her head. She said, but look, I'll let it go for 10. So she already, before I even said anything, cut it in half. I'm like, all right, now we're getting closer. As we talked, and I'm looking at the property on the phone, I came up from two. Let me follow this. That's exactly right. I was going to say that at the end here, too. I came up from two. I said, you know what? Maybe it is worth what you offered. I said, all right, I'm looking at it right now. I could I could do three. She's like, you know what? I can't do it. So I couldn't do three. So we talked a little bit more. And at the very end of the conversation, I said, all right, here's my best. This is my highest and best offer, which is four. So I came from like $2,500, whatever it is, to four. She went from 20000 to ten. And at the very end of the call, she said, oh, she didn't say no. She said, all right, I need to run this by my son-in-law and I'll call you back at my four. So that's how you can can recover too. You just have that conversation and point. And I was... It's nice when you get experienced and you can look at yeah. the property on the phone and that will she come says, with time. She says, Don't look, worry about it. When Jill says, look at the property on the phone, she means you're, she's in front of a computer. And she's got it, it pulled up on NeighborScope and she's on the phone. She yeah. doesn't mean look at it on her phone. Right. I'm literally, I'm at my desk and I can really make, and I can make some decisions and I can tell her, I said, look, I'm looking at the property next door to you. Mm-hmm. This is what it's sold for. I'm looking at the property down the road. This yeah. is what's going on over here. So those, that's another way too, Aaron, that you can recover from this. Point out recent comps and they can look them up themselves. And, and I always say, hey, don't, it, it's right there for us all to see. And this is why. So good Today, question. this is partially answered that topic today. Yeah. Today is Jill Friday. Uh, and she just didn't do it enough. She's going to talk about it more. Yeah. How to sound like a professional investor 
this is the meat of the show. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. I did just cover a lot of it. <laughs> so I have three main things I want you to think about here. We've all been in these situations too. We've all had a new job where you're sitting there at the desk and the phone rings and you're not sure you can even pronounce your boss's last name correctly. Maybe that's, you know, you remember being an assistant one day. I used to have to say, Lebanoff McKnight. You know, I can't remember. It was like, no, no, actually it was even worse. It was Lebanoff McKnight Development Group. Try to say that fast every single time you have to answer the phone. <laughs> and you are brand new first day on the job. I slaughtered it. It was hilarious. It, there's times it was just a garbled mess and people would giggle. And they would say, ha, 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 is Maury there? I'm like, yeah, hold on a moment. And then you're struggling to find the hold button. Yeah, I know I'm dating myself telling you about this. But anyway, we've all been there. So it's just like that. And you get over it. A weekend, you're like, I've got this. So it's the exact same thing. So the first thing I want you to think about is be ready. Are, are you ready? Write it down. Like I used to write it down. Literally, how I answer the phone. Be prepared when people call you, how you're going to answer the phone. Be prepared with a list of questions that you're going to ask them. And or if you're making an outbound call, you're calling the county, you're um, calling back someone on a property, do your due diligence, everything that you can. Look up all the stuff that you can so you know what you're speaking of before you call them. Make notes, write a bunch of stuff down, have some research. My point number two, practice. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. It's practice is so, we haven't talked about this at all. Mm -hmm. Practice is so ridiculously underplayed yeah, in our easy. entire culture. Here's why. I don't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. Go right ahead. I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm bringing out the puppet. Just it's kidding. television and the internet. And we watch I'm these joking. shows and all these rich people yeah. that, you know, are 22 years old and great looking and have perfect bodies and they're loaded. It's all fiction. And it, it, generations, oh. mine included, are like, well, that was easy. And all you see is the good stuff. You don't see the, tr the awful, the, the squalor. The takes it took the to get. Or the squalor they lived in. Uh, if it were a real story, this, they lived in squalor be to get there. Yeah. To get to the point where they, you know, have a nice house and all that. So that's, I often wonder if they're standing in so front of somebody else's car. Nobody practices anything. Yeah. You have to practice it. And practice means failing. Yeah. So you might have to talk to 28 people that might have sold you their real estate, screw it all up. And on that 29th one, you make 10 or 20 or 40,000 bucks. So practice. Practice with You nailed it, Jill. Practice with, practice with somebody in your house. Yeah. You know. This show didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Practice. And then the third thing I'm going to say is sit back and trust this. With experience, it will happen. You know, mm -hmm. after the 10th call from the same property size, the same two acres in, you know, Tarrant County, wherever you're mailing, you you got a pretty good handle on what's going on around there. So it's it's going to happen. And then once you you know get through that mailer, you're going to be more prepared for the next mailer, and so on. I, I really think that's what we used to. We haven't said in a while. We used to say that when you've done ten deals, start to finish. I mean, bought, marketed, and sold all the way through to the end. You've got a lot of experience under your belt. And, you know, and the first thing you know is whether or not you want to do this forever True. or not. Mm -hmm. And if, if you, you know, the light bulb went off over my head around the third or fourth deal, like, wow, this isn't, I thought it was always accidents. Like, mm -hmm. well, that'll never happen again. I'll never double my money on a piece of really, you know, 16,000 deals later. So, yeah. you know, it's all about if, do you enjoy it? Right. You know, if you, do you enjoy doing deals? All, uh, all the aspects of it. There's going to be aspects that you don't. Mm -hmm. so, and shove those off to somebody else that, that does Thanks. enjoy them.
Find a trophy person who could speak on the phone. <laughs> trophy partner. Find a trophy partner with a good voice. That's all you need. That's how you really sound like a pro. Don't bother. Just kidding. The no. real way to sound like a pro, all kidding aside, is to have a bunch of experience because you're a pro. Right. But you can be researching and, and do just fine. So it's all good. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com. Created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy you can join us today, five days a week. You can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Jill is uh, taking a land call. Join us next week for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you find our content valuable and appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please check our uh, YouTube, check out our YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button because we are Steve and Jill, information, and she's got the inspiration to buy undervalued property. Thanks. <laughs>